Welcome to the James and Kim cast. I'm Kim Carson. Hello, I'm James Howard. And you can connect with us on social media under the James and Kim cast. And don't forget, you can also listen to us every morning on Sunday 92.3, Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. until 10 a.m. Now, before we get started, let's talk about the gig. It's available thanks to our sponsors at EPB Fiber Optics. It's the fastest internet around and the best value in town, only $67.99 a month and only from our friends at EPB. We've got Linda Moss Mines, who's a, a fantastic local Chattanooga historian on the podcast. And Linda, I tell you, we just love it when you're on our show. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I mean, talking history is undoubtedly the most exciting topic out there. So, yay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm glad you said that. Okay. So, first of all, we want to pick your brain about the 100th anniversary of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. And also, too, uh, what you know about Paul Huff, because I'm on Paul Huff Parkway in Cleveland, I don't know how many times during the month. But when it comes to history, I was I was in a conversation with my 12-year-old, Lucy, and she's uh, taking mythology. And we were talking about uh, we were talking about the importance of knowing history. Now, when it comes to yeah. mythology, she asked me why that was so important. And I remember being in sixth, seventh, or maybe even eighth grade at Tyner High School, learning, you know, uh, and, and studying mythology. But I really couldn't answer that question. Uh, yeah, I told her. Now I, I was, I was explaining how we we've learned and and how it, it's so important to know history because we learn from uh historic mistakes uh, historic victories yeah but well, how would you answer that when it comes to mythology <laughs> you know i have to tell you i love mythology i grew up reading my dad's copy of edith hamilton's mythology and i think you know the value that mythology has in our culture is that it tells us sort of what the ancients valued okay it shows us what traits were most important to them and it also shows us you know what happens when we become perhaps too self-centered or we have what the ancients would have called hubris when we think too highly of ourselves and we don't think more of others around us right and you know the the stories are just so profound about the idea of what is heroic you know mm. how do you what how do you classify those people who are heroes and the truth of the matter is whether it's mythology or whether we're talking Paul Huff heroes are are people who are ordinary people most often, even in mythology, who do extraordinary things because of divine gifts. Mm, okay. and, and and that's true with Paul Huff, you know, ordinary guy, but an extraordinary accomplishment. Well, I want to make sure that Lucy, Lucy Ann Howard, tunes in to this James and Kim podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Lucy, you have to read the story of Hercules. Don't just trust, you know, the, the Disney versions or anything. Exactly. Like Hercules. <laughs> And then, you know, read the story of Cupid and Psyche, you know, the idea of true love or Bacchus and Philemon, my favorite. Interesting. Oh, my gosh, okay. my favorite mythological story. They spend their lives together, and then when one dies, both of them are transformed into trees, and their branches intertwine with each other forever. <laughs> That's I mean, wow. That I, did, I did not know <laughs> that. Okay. All oh, right. my gosh. Well, you know, in addition to loving donuts, I'm a romantic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will continue this conversation with... With my twelve-year-old, uh, so let's Tell talk. Lucy about, to yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. So let's talk about Paul Huff. You know, we 
we, we, we talk about Paul Huff Parkway when there's a traffic accident. We, we, we pass the exit. We're on the highway. Who was Paul Huff? Well, you know, Paul Huff is, you know, I, I almost feel like every time I drive by one of the signs that says Paul Huff Parkway that I need to somehow salute or put my hand on my heart because Paul Huff is one of our Tennessee Medal of Honor recipients. And he, I mean, he's, his story is amazing. He is U.S. Army. He is the first paratrooper to have been awarded the Medal of Honor. Uh, his, his unit will come into Italy, coming up through the soft underbelly of Europe, you know, to meet with the forces that have arrived at D-Day that are coming from the north. And, you know, they landed Anzio. Um, they are under heavy attack, you know, guns. Uh, grenades, missiles, you know, torpedoes, those sorts of things that are, are being lobbed toward them. And Huff volunteers, um, as a sergeant, volunteers with a group of men, five additional men, to find where the enemy are located so that they can call in support and they know where to launch their counterattack. Uh, he, he goes forward with his men. They're under a heavy barrage. You know, the ground, the sand is exploding around them. And he has his men stay, and he crawls forward himself across a minefield, you know, on his belly, armed, and he will eventually locate where those machine gun nests are. He takes one nest out by himself. He is able to pinpoint the location of the enemy, goes back. They share that information with their unit. They begin the counterattack, and he and his men will join the counterattack he will lead that. They will take out the enemy guns, capture 125 Germans, and Paul Huff is awarded the Medal of Honor for that action because that's valor on the battlefield. Mm. That's going right. above and beyond the call of duty. And he will he will have a career in the U.S. Army and will retire as a command sergeant major. That's not a rank that many people ever achieve. So it, it's unbelievable. He is just a hero that people, when you drive by that sign, you know, nod your head and say, thank you, Paul Huff. Mm. Absolutely. That's extraordinary. Mm. Now, it is. Yeah. Now, Linda, refresh my memory. Is Paul Huff's widow, is she still living? She is. In fact, she is living with her daughter and family in Knoxville. But we were fortunate enough here in Chattanooga that she and and Command Sergeant Major Huff's family attended the grand opening when the uh, Charles H. Coolidge Medal of Honor Heritage Center opened last February. Mm-hmm. They were here in attendance, and she is just the most gracious and delightful woman, you know, elderly at this point. I think one of my favorite moments during that entire thing, she and Betsy Ross York, who is Sergeant York's youngest daughter, wow. have been dear friends because the, the command sergeant major and Sergeant York were dear friends, and they have known each other their entire lives. They sat together through so much of the ceremony, talking and laughing and smiling. It just, you know, that camaraderie between the families of the Medal of Honor recipients is unbelievable because there are so few of them. Sure, right, mm. sure. So unbelievable. How, how, now, how old is Miss Huff? She, she's got to be in her nineties, right? She'd be in her nineties. Yeah, she would be in her 90s at this point, and, you know, tiny, but gracious, and just really on top of it. Just an incredible woman to talk to. Mm. 
Paul, oh, Paul Huff Parkway will never be the same. No, I'll never, never be on that the same uh, as, as I've driven it before, not knowing the full story. And what's so fascinating is that Paul Huff is connected to the tomb of the unknown soldier. And we'll get to that coming up here in about 30 seconds. Stay with us. But first, there is nothing more annoying than being charged for hitting your internet data limit, especially these days. But thanks to our sponsors at EPB Fiber Optics, there are no data caps. You can use as much bandwidth as you want at no additional charge and just for $67.99 a month. So make sure you're getting the gig from EPB. So we're talking to Linda Moss Mines, who is a local historian, and oh gosh, she's so knowledgeable. If you'd like to connect with her through her email address, you can find it on our social media pages. You can connect to James and I, the James and Ken Cast on Facebook, also on Instagram and on Twitter as well. So, Linda, all right, let's talk about the 100th anniversary of the tomb of the unknown soldier and where Paul Huff comes into play. First of all, take us back to 1921. Well, 1921, um, actually in December of 1920, uh, Hamilton Fish, who was a congressman from upstate New York, a World War I veteran, was aware of the fact that the Brits had created a tomb for the unknown dead, and they had commemorated that tomb. And he thought that that was an idea that the United States should emulate. We did not lose nearly as many soldiers in World War One, as did the Brits and the French, but we certainly, with the American Expeditionary Force, had been a, a tide-turner in that event. So he introduced a bill into Congress. It was signed into law on March the 4th, 1921. Construction began immediately at Arlington National Cemetery, and it was dedicated that following November the 11th on Armistice Day, now that we celebrate as Veterans Day. And it was the legislation, you just read the legislation, and it makes your heart, you know, it makes my heart kind of constrict because it talks about the necessity to honor the fallen and to never forget the cost of freedom. And I think that's something that for those of us who have visited Arlington, who have ever been at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier during a changing of the guard. I mean, I challenge people to walk away from that and not be teary-eyed and not feel some deep feeling about the depth of the love of this nation, that there are men and women who choose to put their lives on the line for those of us who are fortunate enough to enjoy those blessings of liberty. I've never visited the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. And we need to do a road trip. Let's do, because, I mean, I visited Washington. I just never made it to there, and I would I would love to, especially after what you just said and, and told me about it. I will tell you that, you know, and I'm a historian, so Washington, D.C. is my favorite city. I love everything <laughs> about it, but Arlington Cemetery is my favorite place, tech, you know, in, in the district, and the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier is just... I think it's mind-blowing to to realize the depth of commitment. The old guard out of Fort Meade mm, are yeah. the ones who are the tomb soldiers, the tomb walkers. To be able to be a tomb walker is the highest honor in the U.S. Army. To have the tomb walker badge, you know, for your uniform, it is the second most, um, the second least awarded medal. In all of the military forces, the mostly uh, the least awarded medal within the Army, actually the, the most least awarded one across the military is the astronaut badge. 
but the Tim Walker badge. And when the, the walkers make a commitment that not only for when they're a walker, but for the rest of their life, they will never do anything to dishonor their service at the tomb, which means they will never drink, they will never smoke, they will never curse. It is a lifelong commitment to honoring the unknown fallen who have secured our blessing. Mm. I, I'm like you, Linda. I've, I've seen this um, this ceremony uh, multiple times, and every time, I mean, if you don't if you don't shed a tear, <laughs> then you better check your pulse. Uh, exactly. it, it, it is it is uh, an amazing an amazing experience, and um, wow! I, just just hearing you uh, speak about it, I, I have chills. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. just a, a very uh, somber um, moment there in um, in Arlington Cemetery. Well, it is, and you know, every time that I go now in the recent years that I know of our local connection, I'm, I know of at least two honor guards from the tomb that live in this community. Both of them are very reserved and don't talk about it very often mm-hmm. because that's one of the things you that you commit to is that it's not about you, it's about the unknown. But the connection with Paul Huff then just makes it even more um, memorable when I'm there and makes it even, I don't know, happy and sad at the same time. You know, that connection of knowing that one of our local was honored to be a part of the ceremony and dedicating the World War II um, unknown. And then at the same time, the sadness, of course, that we have the unknowns who were not identified. Wow. Mm. Well, Linda, thank you so much for your time. And, uh, wow, as we commemorate the 100th anniversary of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier from 1921 to 2021, uh, thank you. I, I, and I always say this, I always give you a hard time. If we just had another three and a half hours with you. <laughs> <laughs> Please come back. There's so many different subjects we'd love to discuss, to discuss with Abs- you. Absolutely. Well, you, you guys need to just come have Sunday dinner with me. My kids <laughs> say that I, every excuse is, you know, I, I launch into a history story, but there's so much out there that we need to know because we walk past it each day and we don't know the stories. Mm. The stories connect it. That's right. That's right. And, and Linda, the local history counts email address. Can you give that to us? It sure can. It's all lowercase and it's local history counts at gmail.com. That reaches me as your city and county historian. And I love to talk history. And if you have questions, you know, nine times out of 10, I may not know the answer, but we'll figure it out. We'll find okay. accurate documents. We so appreciate you, Linda Moss Mines. Thank you. Thank you. And you all have an absolutely wonderful day. That's going to wrap it up for the James and Kim cast. Thank you very much for listening today. Well, how's this for leaving on a high note, though? You can have the world's fastest internet, the gig in your home, for just sixty-seven ninety-nine a month. Isn't that amazing? Call our friends at EPB, 423-648-1372 right now. Your gig is waiting. And make sure that you connect with us on social media channels. We're the James and Kim cast. If you didn't catch that email address from Linda, we'll have that available for you there on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, make sure you catch us every morning on Sunday, 92.3 from 5 to 10, Monday through Friday. Until next time, so long.